0: Hello, this is Pastor Deborah. Surprise, surprise, I'm not standing up on my board, as you see behind me. I'm trying out a new format that's much easier on my knees. The microphone is better, and I'm using natural light from my living room door. What do you think? I want to come back and continue on teaching to you about mental health and the forever person the three realms last episode was episode two of the three realms we're now in the episode called the forever person and I'm going to get to how the forever person connects and intersects with the mental health part of us because it is really important to know this In this episode, I'm going to pick up from the Big Bang into the fall into darkness of the forever person that we need to know about. Because when he fell from where he was, that's when the mental health became its mind, its motions, and it was subjective to the soul and the biological body. So let's begin. This is episode 3 of the series The Mental Health and the Forever Person. We are in the third realm, the forever person, the spirit part of us. So this creator decided he wanted to be a father, have children. First he creates all the land and the territory. Pew, big bang. Out come stars and planets and galaxies. Remember, he'd already created the unseen world at this time. He breathed out. And out through the power of the Holy Spirit that was waiting for his outbreathing, his speaking, out came stuff. We see it when we look up in the stars, planets, asteroid belts, wormholes, black holes. Galaxies, and the scientists tell us it is still expanding somehow out of all that rock, ice, some little planet got formed called Earth, and the scientists talk to us how billions and billions of years old it probably is, and how it went through volcanic turmoil, and the atmosphere wasn't any good, and one geographic landmass they call it Pangea got formed how it slowly over time broke up how there were ice ages how there were dinosaurs there were things living in the sea that don't live there anymore dinosaurs we know don't exist there's a few relatives like the crocodiles and maybe the hippopotamus but we don't have them T-Rexes Or the brontosauruses and some of those. Which were all reptiles. They were animals that um, laid eggs. Didn't have any mammals at the time. Boy, can you imagine those sizes of some of those eggs. It was a flesh-eating flesh world. Lots of plants. There were some plant eaters. We know that. The brontosaurus was a plant eater. But the t-rexes and some other... they ate flesh so that went on for who knows how many millions and millions of years in volcanoes and then something happened they think maybe a comet came or something came and it just wiped them all out that's another story that I think happened so eventually after who knows how long again the earth started changing was no longer a planet for dinosaurs we got all their bones most of them Uh, we still have plants but they weren't like they were the atmosphere had changed the oxygen levels had changed the dinosaurs somehow went and became oil and gas along with all the ancient prehistoric plants even the ones in the ocean something happened so then After maybe many, 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 many more millions of years, somehow, we came along. Now, there's many different stories about how we came along, humanity. Some say it was evolution out of some monkeys, it's through uh, some type of mutation or survival of the fittest or adapting to the environment somehow we stood up and we walked and we're who we are some people believe that they're trying to find that missing link I think her name is Lucy kind of been a Lucy we haven't been able to find her but that's what some people believe right? the big guy that really promoted it was Charles Darwin wrote books, they taught it in school there were lawsuits, did you know that? about what they could teach in school about creation versus evolution. Evolution, if you get into it, it's a theory. That means it's something we think may have happened, but we don't have the proof yet. Don't have that missing link. But they're looking. That's okay. They can do that. Then there's others that believe in creative designer, that somebody bigger than Earth designed everything created everything and that man didn't evolve from an animal so that's out there now if you read a lot of your faith books religious books they do believe some kind of gods were involved in this mess gods were involved in creation creating the earth creating the animals coming down to earth that gods and goddesses were very much a part of our life, that ancient spiritual realm. But now, since the age of reasoning, when science and technology and microscopes started coming out, a lot of those beliefs in gods of the spiritual world went away. If we can't see it under a microscope, then it doesn't exist. And what happened was in Europe the age of reasoning and science took off and the age of spirituality sunk down low and a lot of that was due to perversion on the religions at the time Uh, that was there in Europe people lost faith and belief in this God and got all messed up. So, let's go back. In spirituality, in faith, in Christianity, as you might call it, how humanity came about, the story goes, that this God, this designer, not evolution and time and just survival of the fittest, created humanity but some god designed something and the story goes there was this god up in heaven he wanted children he wanted them to be made in his image in genesis 1:26 we learn about he wanted to make them in his image and after his likeness and he wanted to bless them to be down on the earth cuz he created it for them to be masters and rulers to be blessed to multiply to have control and management Down here. And how he was going to do it, since he was a spiritual god in the unseen, he was too big to come down here himself. This was for his kids. So he created a spirit in his image and after his likeness. You can learn more about that if you will go to the King's International Spiritual Care University and look under the basic courses called Basic. Image and likeness. we will give you a little bit more detail. What that was like. So this spiritual creation. He called it man. Now it didn't mean a gender or a sex. It means that's just the name of the spiritual being. And he was going to put that unseen spiritual being. Made in his image and likeness. Inside a dirt body. Of this newly created planet. Called earth. Now. When he came along, the dinosaurs were gone, we believe. The earth's atmosphere was changed so that man could breathe it. All the animals were in their rightful place. Those that were to be in the ocean were in the ocean. Those that were in The birds were to be in the tree because it was kind of confusing for them at first. The earth was changing, volcanoes, maybe ice ages, but that all got straightened out. So this God breathed this spirit being, this forever person, his child, made in his image and likeness into some dirt. And the dirt came alive. Sort of like if you ever watch the movie Pinocchio. Or you watch other things that are not animated and they become animated. So the dirt starts moving with the spirit in it. And inside the spirit was this governor, this teacher, this spirit of the Lord from this big guy, their father, to help this little spirit to grow and learn. He had a big planet to learn about and manage and control. But first he had to grow up. He had to learn some simple no's, and he had to learn how to name things. So, he started naming animals, giving them their purpose and their essence and their nature. And then God said, okay, you're a young man now, physically, maybe not mentally, and uh, you're ready for a helpmate. So, I'm going to create a helpmate. I'm going to make a body out of your body. He didn't tell him that. Said so I'm gonna put you to sleep. So this Adam goes to sleep. Wakes up and this beautiful creature made from his rib, we're told, is brought to him. And oh she must have looked beautiful. Looked just like him. Had a chest, but it was different, had a face and hands, and everything was a little bit smaller. So he says, Woo, my helpmate, you are flesh. And bone of my bones you're me you're a part of me flesh and bone oh that started to fall right there because he wasn't looking with his spiritual eyes he didn't see the spiritual help made on the inside he just saw flesh and bones so because he said that his father said okay son because you have given it its name It's purpose, it's essence, flesh and bone. That is all the kind of helpmate it will be to you. Flesh and bone. And because of that, you spiritually will leave me. You're going to be married to it, one with it. You're going to follow after it. You're going to do whatever it says. I prophesy that to you. Well, they go off together. I don't know what that means. One day a serpent whatever that looked like some people scientists say it had four legs maybe like a chameleon or something and inside of it was a spirit being called Lucifer who had become Satan the adversary of God starts talking to this helpmate this wound man this woman just this thing that was just flesh and bones starts bewitching it Challenging it. Questioning the word of God. Asking it questions. Talking real nice. We see that all the time. This was the first human trafficking. Grooming. Deception going on. Now God already knew. This was going to happen. Because he put that fallen thing down here. And he knew. What flesh and bone was going to do. But he had to let it happen. Which is another story. So God's gone away. I mean. Holy Spirit's still inside the spirit man. And inside this helpmate. Called Wound Man. Woman. So this serpent's talking to the woman. Oh, did God really say. Don't eat from that tree over there. She looks. Oh we can eat. But not that tree over there. We can't even touch it. Miscommunication. That's not. Flesh and bone. Will never hear God's voice flesh and bone will never get the information directly from God God don't talk to flesh he don't talk to the soul he don't talk to the he might do something to it but he don't talk to it directly he only talks spirit to spirit so this bewitchment continues she's looking with her eye oh it looks so pretty Shiny, maybe. Glorious, radiant. Mm, my eyes, eye candy. I mean, if you looked at people or things and go, I like that. I would like the looks of it. The color. Ooh, he looks good. She looks good. Eye candy. Lust of the eyes. You see something that you don't have, and it looks good to your eyes. That's the lust of the eyes. And automatically, inside the brain, adrenaline, cortisol, all the good stuff's going off. You're getting high. The drugs shot off. Then he starts saying. Well it would probably be real good for food. Well yeah maybe. So now the lust. Of the flesh. Starts working. It's a, something for my appetites. Make me feel good. Be nutritious. Then the final one. The pride of life. Oh he knows if you eat this this good wonderful thing you'll be just like him you'll be wise so he was saying in a strange way you're not like this God that's keeping you from it he's keeping something good from you denying you I can have it but you can't you're not at my level this is only for me and this wisdom you can't have it so the the pride of life starts working in the soul, in the flesh and bone hmm I'm not as good as he is why would he keep that from me doesn't he love me doesn't he want me to be wise why would he keep wisdom from me Doesn't he want me to be like him? Wasn't I supposed to be made in his image? Wouldn't this help me? All that's going off in her brain, in her soul, in her flesh. So she reaches out. Nothing happened. She didn't die. Why not? Because the command was never given to her. She's flesh and bone. Flesh and bone never hears the commandment of God. It was given to Adam, the spirit. So he's standing right next to her. I mean, he's just mesmerized. He ain't saying anything. And that's what once a spirit has been married to. As soon as he saw that woman, God married him. Okay, your flesh and bone. He just followed her around like a little puppy dog. Doesn't question her. He's already starting to sink down into the flesh. Not question the flesh. And she hands him this fruit and he goes then it happened they both knew Holy Spirit gone no more light to cover their physical naked bodies shame came on guilt now they knew now they understood good innocent stuff Obedience. Now they have personal experience, a knowing, intimate with evil, disobedience. Oh that thing and that serpent just probably fell out of the tree laughing and laughing. He knew what was gonna happen. He is so happy just laughing he took a stab at the heart of God and got him. His children fell into darkness, fell into the flesh. Fell into disobedience. Lost their light. Their glory. Their kingship. Their crown just. Fell right on off. Now the words were already said. So this this Satan knew. That that spirit being. Had to have. A higher spiritual being. In it. To rule it. So he's going to put one of himself in there. One of his guys. Because that spirit being is the. Lord and the King of this earth, through the dirt body. we see that all the time. Who do you think most of these politicians are and leaders? Who do you think's in their spirit? What God do you think they're serving when they make laws and do all kinds of things? Okay, so this spirit being, Adam and woman, lost the light. They lost their governor, the Holy Spirit. And they sunk down into the mud and the dirt of the flesh. They were married to each other. The spirit who was supposed to be the king of this system. The ruler of this land. Became just the tail. And the flesh and bone, the woman. Became the boss. And you see it in every nation and culture where women are just, they can get a man to do anything they want to, just flash, the sex around, the body talks, the man will just cave like a puppy dog. Now the man hates it. So he retaliates. He covers it up, abuses it, keeps it in its place, because it has to have and feel powerful. Because it really doesn't in its spirit or soul. It is subject to this soul of himself. So inside a body, what happens is the spirit who's supposed to be the high king of the system is now nothing but a slave, trapped prisoner of the flesh, of the soul, subject to every emotion and feeling and the mental health of the condition of the soul so if the soul's mental health is depressed feeling hopeless angry full of hate what do you think the spirit is it's one with it it has been bonded in marriage it is tied it is intimate with itself its soul the lust of the eyes control it the lust of the flesh I want to feel good good if you saw a blurp because my thing froze or did something. The pride of life goes. I'm better than you. And I am going to show you by keeping you down. I'm going to show you who's the boss. Because the soul knows. But it has been shaped in sin. Rebellion and disobedience. It has been formed by iniquity. Even in the womb. It's subject to the lust of the body when it wants drugs, wants to feel good. It'll have sex, cigarettes, drugs, alcohol, go win it, bingo. It wants those dopamines and serotonin in the biological brain to go off. Because that's what makes the body feel good. And here are Memories triggers the soul is a complete individual but the soul is down here and all it has or is like a periscope the five senses up here so whatever happens to the soul and its experiences happens to the subconscious now while this is going on the unconscious according to freud is also in there and it's feeling the spiritual effects of this. Some of it's in trances. They disassociate. They have a gift to be able to think in its heart that I'm not who I am. I'm somebody else. There are multiple personalities in there. We see it all the time. They act one way in front of the cameras and one way at home, one way here, one way there. To get some alcohol in them or cigarette. They'll smile while they're trying to kill you. They're haters of God. We see that in communist countries. They hate anybody that believes in God. They hate the earth. They polluted and abused the animals. We see that in wet markets. And cutting shark fins off. And eating bat soup. Killing dogs and cats. Why? Why? Because their government is godless and they will not care for the people they don't know how they don't have any wisdom they're all on flesh and bone and darkness so this forever person who was supposed to be a mighty beautiful creature getting all his wisdom and knowledge and direction from his governor the Holy Spirit lost it The light went out. He's wandering around groping it with his eyes closed. Groping. My microphone fell. Oh, it's working. Groping along the walls. Sunken mud and quicksand. He's stuck in a trap. He's got chains that are demonically infused. He cannot break free his realm that he lives in is darkness it's ignorance about what about this God that loves him still even in that mess so the mental health and the forever person intersect in this fallen condition when the spirit fell way back in the garden lost its light and sunk down into the flesh mental health the soul became the king superseded everything that happens to the soul and over time what happened like time Freud came I didn't believe in the spirit they had forgotten about him all they could see it was flesh men in the flesh looking at other flesh creatures Freud kind of knew something else was there he called it the unconscious and anybody who believed in that spiritual stuff was weird maybe like a witch spiritist a guru a shaman they were superstitious how about voodoo even some of the catholic priests and they were considered irrational faith and believing in god was irrational it was not science couldn't see it under a microscope it wasn't of the biological world so mental health all the conditions that come to the soul to the emotions the thoughts the memories the biological brain are the king now the ruler of the spirit the spirit is one in there it's fearful. It's Sometimes it's in trances. Oh, it cries out in its dreams. Does it dream? Yes, it goes into trances. But it lives in an unseen world, which is even... You think this world is bad? With fear and death and viruses? Multiply that in the spirit realm. That's where the real enemy is to the spirit. And their job is to keep that spirit... That forever person stayed in the flesh, stuck in the mud, stuck in in the prison of the mental health with just those ideas to help it so it can never be free. I just helped a young lady, I don't know, sometime last week she called me having horrible dreams. Well, in the mental health world, they can't figure out what causes dreams. They do sleep research and they can see different biological things lighten up. They don't know. There's very few people that do dream analysis. There are some. They don't know what it means. Because they don't believe that there is a spirit world. And that that is the spirit that's dreaming and living. And when they wake up, the the consciousness of the soul has a... Slight memory of what happened spiritually. So people have nightmares. They're being sexually raped. Men are having beautiful women come to them. And they're having sex. And women are having beautiful, gorgeous men come. But it really, it could be a human spirit coming. But it's more than likely a demonic. But it can be human. To the spirit. And they have these dreams. So they wake up with nightmares. We hear about post traumatic. Stress. Flashbacks. I had one little girl. a Young lady. She was a witch. She grew up in witchcraft. She was telling me. She was five. She would see spiritually. Her uncle come through her window. Come into her physical body. Get her little five year old spirit out. They went to a. Satanic witchcraft meeting. Now, that is not talked about in mental health. How do you deal with that when you don't even believe in that world? I was in a teaching on the three that were a three part system in a mental health acute care stabilization, and this young man said he believed he was under spiritual satanic attack. I go, why? Well, my family, he was a black man, serves satan through voodoo and voodoo comes out of africa comes through the caribbean and on up that way and he didn't and i said well okay satan is a higher power but he's not the highest and yes i could believe that you would be under spiritual attack which could look like mental health issues problems hallucination hearing things Pains, all kinds of stuff, for not wanting to serve him. But you can't go tell that to a psychiatrist. They'll think you're hallucinating. You definitely need some medication. How about all the near-death experiences people are having? And they come back, and the people, well, you just have lack of oxygen to your brain. Because doctors are brought up only in the physical and biological I'm not saying they don't believe in it but their training kicks in the same as mental health everybody's having moving out of their body their spirits are they're having near death experiences some are dying and they come back and they tell their story and the medical community the mental health community doesn't believe them That's superstition. We are past that. We are educated, rational people. I do love the Catholic Church because at least they believe that if you're having some issues and we do some medical tests on you, you have no brain tumors, no strokes, nothing abnormal, and we check you out mental health-wise with testing, And you're not having any mental health issues. Okay. You're having a spiritual experience. With some evil that has personified. Become a person. And we got to cast it out of you. Lots of true stories out there about that. There's one called Emily Rose. The Last Rite with Anthony Hopkins. True stories out of the Catholic Church. At least they believe in that. But you get into Western civilization where reason and uh, science is ruling and is king here. Follow the science. Follow the science. And that's what is their God. They don't believe in this forever person. And they tell the people who teach on it. You just stay in your church. Stay in your thing. It has nothing to do with what's going on in the world today. There's nothing to do with viruses and World War I or nothing. It does and it doesn't. So mental health is the mental health part of us. The soul. If it's been abused and traumatized from early childhood been cursed by words abandoned and rejected by its mother and father it going have some issues and those issues filter in there's something between we hear about it when a man and a woman get married and have sex there is a connection made there is an intimacy they become one their biological bodies come back together we know that and they connect. There is an unseen spiritual bond called a soul tie that connects the soul and the spirit. Usually, what I have to do is to help people, not only with their mental health problems but their spiritual problems. Is do a Hebrews four twelve, which is a spiritual circumcision. What that is is the spirit has been sunk down sort of like this, covered with a veil. How they use it in the Bible is they use the symbol of a little baby having his little foreskin clipped off of his penis, and that is a circumcision. And it's representing that something's covered up. It's covered by a veil. I just did a teaching to the Jordan refugee camps. About how the burkas they wear. Also represent a veil. It's just showing you that something's covered. And you need a circumcision. A lifting off of it. To be free. So the spirit is covered by the flesh. A foreskin. A veil. A burqa. It's covered deep in the miry clay. Covered completely. And the sword of the spirit. The word of God. Through love. Has to be applied to cut that off so the spirit can be free to hear spiritual things again, get healed, believe separate. That's what we're doing. We cut the soul ties and we uncover the spirit. So the spirit can get spiritual healing, and the soul can no longer be that bully. You want to see a bully? You see the soul against the spirit. That is your cyber soulish bully to itself. That's why people have pains in here. They're arguing with themselves. One part of them is being bullied yeah, by this big thing called the soul. The flesh and that. You aren't going to tell. We're going to come after you. It goes on inside all of us until the spirit rises up to uh-uh and it fights back. And it puts the soul in its place. But until then, that's where you get headaches. You get pains. Your stomach hurts. Because there's a war going on inside of you. There's no peace of spirit and soul. The soul wants to be the boss. It wants to continue ruling and reigning. And having control over the spirit. But once we do the Hebrews 4.12. And we start working with the spirit the spirit starts growing and the soul will not like it and you'll ha- get sick and you'll have headaches because it's losing its grip and its control over something that's been a part of its life it feels naked sometimes when people get this or the spirit finds a love there's so much depression and hopelessness the soul feels like i've lost everything and it will Commence to kill itself. Physically. Because of the hopelessness. Other times. Hopelessness to the soul is. I'm so abused. I can't. There's, There's no hope. I can't handle it anymore. All different reasons. For the hopelessness. So what happens. Is the forever person. Started off beautiful. A gorgeous gorgeous being fullness, oh bright light, didn't even need any clothes then it fell into darkness of the flesh, subject to Satan, lies ick, no protection, one with the soul the mental health of its soul, whatever happens to the physical body, the spirit will feel it Now the creatures are a little different in the spirit realm. There are human spirits that do attack. But there's a lot of animalistic things in there as well. It would be like if you saw the bears and the lions and the snakes rising up to attack us humans. Which they did before the flood. All flesh had defiled itself. All flesh That's why all the creatures had to die. They had defiled what they were supposed to do. When flesh defiles itself, it does something it's not supposed to do. It does have boundaries, and it violates those boundaries. And it doesn't stay in its place. So after the flood, this great creator told uh, Noah and his three kids, Okay, from now on, I ain't going to repeat what happened. I'm going to put some fear between you and the animals. There's going to be a dread that's going to put on animals. They will be afraid of you. I think before the flood, there wasn't any of that. And there was some stuff going on. We kind of see it now called bestiality. They were eating, probably eating each other, attacking. They didn't obey. Just a mess. Probably worse. Worse things going on. So, what happened was the mental health of this spirit is now affected. So, most of the people, when they go into counseling, they get a wonderful therapist, psychiatrist. They love the soul. And we love that they love the soul. And they love the physical body. And they know something's wrong. It's not in balance. Everybody has emotions. They swing this way some days. Swing that way some days. We go through crisis. We come back. We're all dealing with death and life. And, but there's certain things that are considered normal. So these psychiatrists said there's got to be something biologically wrong with you. That's why your emotions and your thoughts and your ideas are messed up. And you can't, aren't like the rest of normal people. The therapists say, okay, we'll take, we'll work with you. Got some anger issues because somebody mistreated you. Been abused, okay. Your body's all messed up of drugs, okay. So we got to get you off that to deal with why you went on drugs in the first place. So the therapy is real important to the soul. It's valuable. But the forever person doesn't get any of that. It has no real connections to the biological body. It's subject to it. It's got to be in it, but it doesn't stay in it. I learned a valuable lesson. When you arrest somebody, send them to prison, you put their biological body in jail. But you ain't locked down their spirit. Spirit can come out, get in other people, get in animals, anything of flesh, a tree, anything of dirt, flesh of this biological earth. The spirit can get into an owl, a cat, and they can live. They can go in anybody that has a weak spirit. I've had them come through people in nursing homes. They want to hug me. I've had them come through college professors because the spirit was getting ready to go die, the story. This lady said, please come and hug me before I die. And I'm going, you've never talked to me like this before. But it wasn't her. It was a man named Isaac. He wanted a hug. So he got in her body. I've had this Isaac come in, follow me around to nursing homes when I'm doing Bible work and church work get in the people in the wheelchairs because he wants a hug he wants to feel love I've had him go in my cats I've had him go hey I'm going to get in your husband so when you have sex with him I can feel it too I don't think so I was running into some powerful spiritual stuff I had no classes in mental health world didn't talk about it they stayed in the soul which is important But this forever person needs help too. The soul needs help. The biological body needs help. We have a three-part system. It's all hurting. It's all been abused. It's lacking in knowledge. It's all slaves and captives. I love my psychiatrist and all my doctors... Working with the biological body. I love my therapists that are trying to change people's thoughts, their cognitive things that they're doing, their feelings, trying to get them to forgive people, trying to get them to have some peace, maybe do things different, learn some things. I love them. I love all the people who work with the spiritual. At least they' believe in it. Give me a good witch any day. I can talk to them. How about a fortune teller? I got some articles I'm going to letters I wrote going into psychics. They believe in these gods in that spirit world. The shamans, the Buddhist monks, even the imams. they're trying to tell people that a God, Allah desires them to worship him pray to him six times a day it's a little much but and live their life a certain way and that there's only one God so how many billions of Islamic people Muslims are there the Hindus they go down to the river Ganges to wash to try to get sin out They burn their body. They believe in a resurrected body. Coming back better. Because that old dirt body. So their customs. In their life. Is dictated by spiritual things. Not mental health. Rational science things. You can take the chemicals. Of the biological brain. And see something tell you a wonderful story about a young lady her name was dawn i do not know where her last name she was a praise and worship leader in a small church in baton rouge louisiana this was probably 25 years ago and she had grown up in satanic ritual abuse and she got saved she was working with a psychiatrist. Because when you come out of that kind of abuse, you're going to have multiple personalities. Which is now called Disassociative Identity Disorder. And he had worked and he was able to integrate a few of them. But he thought if she came to the church we were at, because we did deliverance work, casting out things. That she would get healing a lot faster. So she came over as a witch. Tried to kill one of them. And we start working with her. Now, I didn't start working with her for about a month. But what happened was she came over one weekend. And one of her parts came to the pew to sit with us. And I said, hello, Don. And it goes, I am not Don. I am James. I go, oops. James was a part of hers. Okay. James wore blue jeans. It was a male. So many times she'd come over and one part of her would go out and get drunk but the other parts never felt it. If you want to learn about that go watch the movie The Three Faces of Eve with Joanne Woodward. Jane Black got drunk but she didn't have a hangover. Excuse me. Eve Black got drunk but she let Eve White have the hangover. Science can't understand that. They don't know enough about what's going on. But they know there's multiple personalities. They know it's a defense mechanism against great trauma and abuse and fear. I ran into that. Got some great stories up there. One's called She's Mine. How you do healing for the spirit and the soul through deliverance. I had to learn deliverance. Yes, casting out of things. Yes, helping things integrate. The story this one is, She's Mine. It's about a young lady who lived with me named Andrea. She grew up in multiple generational Satanism. God saved. And she was living with some ladies and they kicked her out. She was doing satanic rituals in the garage. She moved in with me. You she was seeing a psychologist following psychological protocol, which would take six or seven years to integrate. Now, how they believed is that we've got to get to know all these different parts. Who's holding this fear? Who's holding that memory? Write it all down, and we're going to get them all together and meet, and then we'll be happy. And you'll remember all the things that bad happened to you. Well, the God that I served and was learning, he said, we ain't going to do it that way. We're going to do it a different way. And I'm going to show them that it ain't going to take six or seven years to get integrated and be healed. So, they were in my kitchen one Friday night. There was a Christian brother there. And there was Andrea and her friend who was also living with us named Jennifer. She, too, grew up in satanic ritual abuse. She was more like a guard and protector for this Andrea. Andrea was the child of Isaac was the king she was going to be raised up to be a queen of this black forest clan so one night this Andrew had this part called I don't know what his name was he'd stick his tongue up when he was there that was his to talk to me so I said would you like to go play ball or something just have fun be a little kid Mm -hmm. I said well okay let me pray father could you send Jesus to come get this little boy he wants to go and play ball so he left oh, then two little girls just started crying out at Andrea you took our brother away you killed him you killed him no honey I didn't he's off with Jesus don't you want to go no no we can't leave Carrie I said well who's Carrie her over there and I looked and on this rock slab was a little two year old just laying flat then I heard this. she's mine a big demon off here. Carrie was a little two-year-old programmed part that Andrea was forced to create. Who was deaf, blind, lame, unable to walk, and she would just lay there. So when this demon wanted Andrea to lay on a slab, He brought Carrie up. Carrie also was used as an anchor to hold Andrea's spirit and soul from escaping, seeking love, joy, and peace, or freedom. How did that work? She had these two little girls that wouldn't leave Carrie. So Andrea stayed. So inside of Andrea, we had a little boy who wanted to play and have fun. Two little girls aren't gonna leave her little their sister Carrie. She's torn in between. She wants to go. Always wanting to go, running, wanting to be free, but can't. Turmoil inside of Andrea. Two little girls precious. So we can't leave our sister. And we can't pick her up. And she can't move. She can't walk. She can't hear. So Andrea was stuck spiritually. And in the soul. Not free. Couldn't run. Couldn't escape. Just horrible. So I I knew what God wanted to do. I said father. Now this is deliverance work. Father your word said. That you sent your word. To heal the sick. To make the blind to see, the death to heal the lame, the lame to walk. Father, rise, carry up off that slab, heal her in the name of Jesus. Rise, carry, rise. Little girl rises up. Go get her, go get her. The two little go get her. My eyes are sort of closed like this. I'm seeing in the spirit. Would you guys all like to go off and play with Jesus? The little boy, the three girl, they all left. Integration occurred, lost. The next day, Andrea says to me, You know, Pastor Deborah, for the first time in my life, I feel free. I feel like I can run down the street. And be free. I said you go right ahead sweetie. She never felt free. In her spirit or soul. Because of these children. Because this demon had forced her. To create through trauma and abuse. Carrie. That was his. Possession. As long as he held it. And it was not healed. And set free. Deep inside of Andrea's. Spirit and soul she never felt free to run or escape or she was felt trapped no use of fighting that was deliverance the Lord's way so mental health and the forever person they intersect they are one but they are not they require healing both of them Sometimes you get a for like I did with Andrea. Didn't charge her any money either. And she stayed living with us for a while. But that queen that would come up, oh, that was a nasty one. Other ones would suck her thumb. I had no classes in the mental health world, and very few master's people are trained in disassociation, even if they're working with abuse cases. You talk to some of them, they leave their bodies. They call it disassociation. From the emotions. But they left their body. It's their escape mechanism. The gift from God himself. Now their body. Goes through it. And they will create a part. That goes through the abuse. And then they'll lock it away. Another good movie to watch. To understand others have done. Is old Sybil. Sometimes you can't believe this, and I had to learn the hard way. This young girl that I led to the Lord at fourteen at about sixteen, she trusted me enough to start showing me her disassociative parts. She had a dark side part and a light side, just like Andrea. her name was Amanda, so we're in church, and she's and all of a sudden somebody else. I can't remember what she said her name was. I don't know. It was Victoria? No. Violet. I'm going, that's not your name. That was my first introduction. And then came Dawn and James. Then I had to start reading books. Some great books called Suffer the Child. There's something also by James F- uh, Frieson. He wrote about multiple personalities. I had to read and study. It is a hard thing. And most master's people, they don't know. They have no clue about it. They don't know what it is, how to deal with it. They just believe if we get everybody to meet everybody and somebody's holding this drama and we go back through it. Tell your story again. Let's relive the rape. Relive what happened. Talk. I believe you. Tell me everything that occurred. That's going to heal you. Uh-huh. Even God doesn't do that. He says I take your ick. And throw it away in the sea of forgetfulness. For my sake. He's not going to remember it. He doesn't want you to remember it. It's too icky. It's too evil. Too bad. Too, you don't need to remember it. You give it away. I just told this young lady. Who called me she was abused as a child. I said. That little inner child. We hear about that through John Bradshaw. The inner child. It's still hurt. It needs to be healed. But it needs to go. Into the hands. And the arms. Of Christ Jesus. The good shepherd who will love it. And I told her to write her a letter. Say. I'm letting you go. You go and be healed now. I can't help you. You go. It's a form of letting go of that broken, wounded part of themselves. They give up the memories that are running through their brains, their nightmares, their flashbacks. They can't talk to therapists about them because they think they're nuts. Just take another pill. So I showed her how to let go of that little inner child. There was a great movie to see what that also looks like. That these people in multi-generational Satanists wanted me to watch. It's called The Cell. I can't remember who played the part of it. was a lady. She was a therapist. I think it was Jennifer Lopez. And she had this ability to go into people's minds. So they had a man who had used to kidnap Females abuse him and kill him. While well, he had kidnapped some senators, I think son or something or daughter, and they couldn't. And he had a stroke or something. And she, or they wanted Jennifer to go into her mind, his mind, and f- try to get the information to find. When she got in, there was a mess: rooms of different people and ages, and how it all began. For him, was he was taken as a young child, maybe five, six, seven to a river to be baptized in the name of Jesus well he went down but he thought he was going to drown but he didn't but fear came in and a demon came in with him and the demon started trailing this little boy all over and how she helped him to be healed she couldn't stay in his mind she wasn't strong enough to be in his spirit and mind in his world that was all crazy Horrible and icky and filled with demons she said I'll bring you into my world where I'm the queen and I'll heal you how she healed this man this little boy who was stuck in there the inner child who had become this horrible creature was through the fear of death as she brought him into her mind she held him under the water Spiritually, the little boy died which he really wanted to do and when he died the demon left and the man died the man had done such horrible icky stuff but it's a great movie they wanted me to see it another movie that these wonderful people wanted me to watch to understand what they're told about Life and the world. Was something called the island. About how people are used for harvesting. Of organs. We hear about that. How they live in this strange world. And then they think they're going to this paradise. They win. But they're really going. And being organs for a donor. Who's paid big bucks for them to be cloned. Because they got cancer or something. So. I was watching movies. The other side. And these people are trying to tell us. What their world is like. So mental health. And the forever person. Intersect. Right inside a body. There's two people in there. And there's a body that wants pleasure. And to avoid pain. You got the soul. And you got the spirit. And in most people you got some other things spiritually that have to be dealt with Catholic Church believes in it can watch some good true movies now if you just stay in the world of mental health they can help you because some people need to go through drug rehab before they can even think clearly we got to get off the drugs we got to get some damage done to the brain to the physical body because it's a mess then we have to do some soul work thinking cognitive work deal with our memories and feelings and how we make decisions and our anger management for sure and when stress comes what do we choose cigarettes alcohol how do we talk with people Okay? All that needs to be dealt with. Then throw on top of that. People don't have the education. But the people I ran into. Oh my gosh. Isaac. Victor. They went to college. They got degrees. They speak multiple languages. Victor was in the mafia. They're not stupid people. They run businesses they had dark side parts that served Satan Victor was more I never remember his last name he was more had Indian in him so I could relate to him I have a lot of Apache and Iroquois and Cherokee on my mother's side on my father's side I have from Northern Ireland and the Druids so I got some psychic stuff and some occult stuff and I could move spiritually spiritually why? Because that was going to be my work. Isaac was a child of the Labans born during the uh Hitler days from an SS that came and believe it or not, amanda and i she would had more Viking blood in her, which boy they some nasty people, but the Vikings actually good movie to watch is Beowulf because it's about time of Christianity but the one I watched I really enjoyed had Angelina Jolie play the witch which was actually a big demon and how you did it wrong and you're going to have sex with it and Beowulf was so prideful he had sex with this beautiful thing which was really a hideous demon and you have a child which was tormenting everybody excellent movie I watch a lot of movies, it's strange because God says I got the stuff out there. People will tell you, go look. I read true stories about Satanism and witchcraft. not nice stuff to watch. I even had to read all the Illuminati formula for creating a monarch mind control slave from the c i a Yep, I had to study that. Then I had to study psychic warriors that were used during Vietnam. People that moved out of their bodies. I think I put that up. I don't know what that put that up on. But I had to read that book. Great. It's up there. Oh, I think it's on YouTube on something. I had to study. I was going into a world of spirituality. The occult Darkness, mental health, I already had some. But I didn't understand all this disassociative stuff. That wasn't taught at the master's level. Didn't know. But I went and studied, watched movies, learned. So I could see this intersection of the forever person, the spiritual person, covered with a veil of flesh coming in the spirit going in cats and people hanging out in Perdido Bay then they'd come in people in the church and wanted me to pray for them I go because they could feel it spiritually Well, they'd send in people in church and then they'd send in people because they wanted deliverance so if I'm doing one on one they'd get it this was not taught in the mental health classes and not taught in most of your deliverance work. You go watch the movie about Emily Rose. Excellent. True story. And you go watch The Last Rite. R-I-T-E with Anthony Hopkins. True story about a Catholic priest. And bail over in Rome. Excellent. Lot of good stories out there. Lots of good ones. True. But the world of mental health... And science don't want to believe in it. Because they're in reasoning. But I had to learn how to be in both. To help both. So I wanted to bring this episode 3. About the. From the big bang. To the fall. And give you some quick stories. About some of the things that I ran into. So you would understand this intersection. In the next one. I'll try to go more into the facets, the abilities of the forever person. Which will surprise you. It will be just like your soul. And how it moves in the spirit and what it's supposed to be doing. And all of its abilities. And that will be episode 4. But this one is just to show you that the forever person intersects and is connected in the same body with the soul and it is also needing help. Thank you for listening again to this wonderful teaching. I'm trying out my new format sitting at my window, which really is my door, and sitting down. Oops, please forgive me here. Is that better? Yeah. Oops, my lipstick got messed up. In between husband, we're in the COVID isolation. I don't like to do a lot of webcamming and teaching when um, he's home. I try to keep that different. And, but right now it's, oh, I got to go feed some cats, get dinner ready. They're watching hockey. Old repeats, reruns of hockey games. And it's a nice sunny day. So enjoy this one, episode three the intersection of mental health and the forever person from the big bang to the fall and if you have any questions you are free to email me at pastordebra at org. Uh, you'll see this up on YouTube and it'll go on over to Twitter enjoy, learn, and grow you want some prayers? okay Yes, okay. Some of them are asking me that they have some of these things like Andrea had. Some carries. And would I pray that the carries would be healed? Sure. Dear Father, as you led me with Andrea to heal Carrie, So that your love and your power could be seen. That your word was sent to heal the lame, the blind, and the deaf. And to free them from the hands and the grips of demonic spirits. Father, apply your word of freedom and love. As you did to Carrie. For Andrea. To all that are listening. To all that want to be free. And to feel spiritually able to run into your arms. And to escape this realm of dungeons and darkness. Free them as you freed Carrie. For your glory and your name's sake. In the name of agape love, Christ Jesus himself. Amen. Go run.